Hello, and thank you so much for listening to the Trinity Podcast. I'm your host, Marty Reardon. Today, I'm sitting with our senior pastor, Chris McDaniel. Hello, Chris. Hey, Marty. And Chris, I wanted to talk to you about the season of Lent. Uh, we're currently, we're in the season of Epiphany, but Lent is right around the corner. And there's many of us who did not grow up in the liturgical church, and so following the church year is uh, something that's a little mysterious sometimes. And so I love to be able to have these conversations to unpack it and take some of the mystery out, because if there's a gift in the church calendar, it's that we get to embody living into something, marking time. So if you could help unpack, what are some of the ways that we can kind of like approach the season of Lent and even learn how to mark time in the season? Yeah, that's a, those are good questions, Marty, because I didn't, like you, I did not grow up in, in a liturgical tradition, so Lent meant nothing to me. Right. I thought it was something you found in your pocket after you took your clothes out of the dryer. So for me, uh, and frankly for us as we were joining and moving along the, the Anglican way, Lent became one of those treasures that really meant something to me. But just in the simplest terms, Lent is a season of preparation to get us ready for Easter. And... Easter is the day of all Sundays. It's our day. And I think that anything that important, a day where we would celebrate the resurrection, warrants some preparation, some getting ready. So for the longest of time, hundreds of years, Christians have endeavored to spend roughly 40 days uh, in some form of intentional wilderness wandering, where we think about things like our sin, uh, we pay attention to feeling and embracing conviction over sin and our finitude, our vulnerability, uh, with an eye toward uh, looking to Jesus and looking toward the resurrection so that we'd be aligned when we come to that great Sunday where we celebrate life. Talk about the uh, the 40 days. Where where do we get that? So 40 days is a, a theme, right? Or the right. number 40, frankly, is a really common number in the Bible. And Frankly, in antiquity, 40 meant a long time. So whether it was 40 right. years, the Israelites wandering in the wilderness between Egyptian slavery and the promised land, or Jesus being tempted for 40 days in the wilderness, uh, that idea of going out into a lonely place to be prepared to come home or to be at a place of settled home is a, is a, a deeply embedded theme within the pages of the Bible. So quite literally – or I guess it would be symbolically Christians follow Jesus into the mm. wilderness. Um, when you read in the Gospels, Jesus upon his baptism was, the scripture says, driven by the spirit into the mm. wilderness where he spent 40 days and 40 nights. And that was before the bulk of his public ministry mm. commences. And so Lent really has a great rooting in scripture, even though you won't find the word Lent uh, in the Bible. The, the idea of preparation, of entering into lonely places – uh, which for us would would sim symbolize letting go of things. Uh, Lent is a time where people fast, uh, where maybe we engage media a little less or to a lesser degree than we normally would. Maybe we we let go or forego certain joys or pleasures. You know, some Christians don't mm. eat meat or they don't drink alcohol or they don't watch as many movies. Uh, these are all ways that we can make uh, small choices, but intentional choices to enter into a little bit of our own wilderness, if you will. Mm. Um, speaking of fasting. Uh, one of the things that, that stands out to me in the season of Lent is it's not a time to give up bad things. Right. Like there's you, there's always a time to give up bad things. Yeah, like that's always. You, we should right. just stop sinning as much as we're able. Right. Uh, this is an opportunity for us to give up uh, good things even. Mm. And when I think about um, the Jesus entering the wilderness, 
uh, he he wasn't doing that to purge himself of bad habits, right? Son of God. Right. So Jesus was not doing using Lent as a way to get his sin under control. Now, I would say that if we have active patterns of sin, Lent is a great time to begin to own, own our sin, be convicted of our sin, and repent of our sin. I mean, those three ideas, sin, conviction, and repentance, are going to be theme words you're going to hear us using here at Trinity frankly, in all of our locations over the Lenten season. So it's good to do that. But Lent's more than that. Lent is about acknowledging that our current reality is not our home, Mm. that the resurrection has something to say to us about a future, a preferred future that God has. So every Lent for me, I look at my life and I say, help me, God, to be a little bit uncomfortable during this mm. 40-day period so that I remember that this is not my homeland. My homeland is is coming. Uh, mm. It's approaching me. Or I, maybe the better way to say it would be I'm approaching it. I'm moving toward eternity, moving toward the resurrection. But I'm not there yet. Right. Lent reminds me I'm not there yet. Wow, that's so good, the idea of – uh, using Lent as a season of examine to say, where am I perhaps yes. drawing too much comfort from yes. this current state and, and losing the vision of where this is all ultimately headed? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah. And I mean, we're going to, we're going to be programming to this end at Trinity because what we want to do is help our church, us included, all of us to make the most of this season. And, you know, for us, this all starts on Ash Wednesday and Ash Wednesday is a, it's a strange day for us evangelicals. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I can't think of another time where, we mark one another with a sign of an ashen cross and remind one another that we're all going to die. Right. I, I, that's that's not very Western American yeah. triumphalistic, and yet that's how it begins. Like Lent begins with a call to repentance and with an acknowledgement of our own mortality, our own finitude, the fact that we're all going to die. But but throughout the season, you know, we're going to have workshops uh, where we work on and engage the prayer of examine, like you just said, where we learn to look inside and see what's really going on. Because it's my conviction that if you don't know what's going on in your life, we don't know what the sins are and we won't feel convicted and we won't know how to repent. We won't know how to think again. So we're going to have workshops. Uh, we're going to have some studies probably through this season. We're also going to engage in the morning uh, at our various locations for morning prayer. We really want to support our church so that we make the most because we want to be absolutely 100% ready for Resurrection mm. Sunday. Yeah, I think you've said it in the past that a lot of times we wake up Easter morning and it's as hollow as the uh, kind of chocolate Easter bunny that yep. we find. And I feel like part of that's just our Western culture of not yeah. marking time, of not really paying attention and taking our own internal temperature. And so Lent such yeah. a gift. Yeah, Lent is an opportunity for a time in our year to be different from all the other times. Mm. And I, I think it was Ashley in one of our staff meetings last year or the year before even. It made such an indelible impact on me that I've carried it with me since. She said, if we're always feasting and never fasting, then we're just gluttonous. Yeah. And I remember thinking, gosh, that's like nail on the head. Because Lent is a time for me to not feast. It's a time for me to give some stuff up. It's a time for me to eat a little less so that when I do feast, it's different. It's unique. It's not just the normal. And if we're honest, we live in such a time of abundance and plenty Mm. that we can just flood the banks with our food and with our drink and our entertainment Um, all the time. Lent is a time to get the water back in the banks Mm. And I just think that's such a gift to us. So good. Yeah, I remember uh, reading a quote by C.S. Lewis who said that if you turn the lights on in a cellar and the rats scatter, the lights 
don't create the rats. They simply reveal what the mm, rats. That's a really good. And it's like this idea of carving out space to to think, to be have an examine, to even fast is a way to find out what's actually deep inside of me. It's a way of turning the lights on. So that's to speak. really good. Because if I'm always feeling comforted, if I'm always feeling safe. I'm never really being squeezed. So the deep stuff doesn't actually come out of me. Amen. So, well, thanks for helping unpack this for us. It's, oh, I feel joy. like this stuff, uh, it's good when we can actually wrap our imaginations around it and have practical ways to, to live into it. So, yeah. And I think it's important just for us to not make Lent into some Olympics of suffering. It, right. There's a reason for, uh, certain abstinence disciplines and a reason for, and, and we have to remember the reason for Lent is Easter. Amen. Uh, without Easter, Lent would just be a form of like self-hatred or, uh, let's just see if we can do without for the sake of doing without. We, we do without so that we can be fully present when we celebrate Christ's resurrection, which is just around the corner. So good. So good. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode. We hope that it's been helpful, insightful, and even encouraging to you as we lean into this new season, this season of Lent. For more information on anything that we've talked about, whether it's going to be workshops or classes or even resources to know how to engage with things like the Prayer of Examine or the Lectio or our daily offices, you can visit us at atltrinity.org. Thanks so much, and God bless. Thank you.